Cigna is reportedly close to finalizing a deal to sell its Medicare Advantage business. Eli Lilly unveils a new program to sell its blockbuster weight loss drugs directly to patients. And hospitals around the country reinstate mask mandates amid a surge of COVID and other respiratory illnesses. It's Friday, January 5th. I'm Jay Carlisle Larson, and this is Just Healthcare Daily, where you get the headlines and health business and policy news in 10 minutes or less. Health insurer Cigna is reportedly close to finalizing the sale of its Medicare Advantage business, according to an exclusive report from the Wall Street Journal. According to the publication, which spoke to anonymous sources familiar with the proposed deal, Cigna is in talks to sell its MA plans to Healthcare Service Corporation, or HCSC, for roughly three to four billion dollars. It's unclear, as of Thursday evening, what the potential sale timeline could look like. HCSC is a large nonprofit customer owned health insurer with more than 18.6 million members. It operates Blue Cross Blue Shield plans in five states Illinois, Texas, Oklahoma, New Mexico, and Montana. HCSC primarily offers commercial plans for employers, individuals, and families, but also provides Medicare and Medicaid plans. The group had around 1 million Medicare Advantage beneficiaries as of last August, when it announced plans to further expand its MA offerings in more counties in 2024. In late December, it was rumored that HCSC was competing with Elevance, previously known as Anthem, which is a for-profit Blue Cross Blue Shield carrier, for Cigna's MA business. Cigna had nearly 600,000 Medicare Advantage members as of November, with an estimated $7.9 billion in MA revenue in 2022. Its Medicare Advantage business only represents a small portion of its overall offerings and is much smaller than the nation's largest MA insurer, United Health Group, which has more than 7.6 million members. In November, it was reported that Cigna sought to merge with fellow national health insurer Humana, which has around 5.8 million MA members. Humana had announced in early 2023 that it was exiting the commercial market. Though the insurance offerings of both companies would have been largely complementary, investors did not seem to warm to the idea, and merger talks between Cigna and Humana ended in mid-December. Consumers looking to get a prescription for a blockbuster weight loss drug will soon be able to purchase it directly from one of the biggest manufacturers. Indianapolis, Indiana-based Eli Lilly unveiled on Thursday its new direct-to-consumer platform known as Lilly Direct. The platform will allow patients to get a prescription for its GLP-1 agonist drug terzapatide, sold under the brand name Munjaro for diabetes management and Zepbound for chronic weight management. Eli Lilly just received FDA approval for the use of terzapatide for weight management in November. For patients hoping to obtain a prescription for weight loss specifically, Lilly Direct has partnered with FORM, an independent virtual medical weight loss clinic, to provide telehealth appointments. 
Forms clinicians will determine whether or not a GLP-1 prescription is appropriate for the patient. If so, patients can then have the drug sent directly to their homes through Lilly's at-home delivery service. It does not appear as though there will be any discounts provided to consumers who opt to use Lilly Direct versus going to a more traditional physician and obtaining a prescription that they then fill at a retail pharmacy. The list price for ZetBound is currently around $1,060 for a one-month supply. Lilly Direct also provides telehealth and prescription services for individuals with diabetes and those who have migraines. Those telehealth appointments are provided by different third-party providers. Eli Lilly appears to be the first pharmaceutical company to provide a direct-to-consumer offering. Other companies, for example Roe and WW, formerly known as Weight Watchers, similarly offer telehealth services and prescriptions for GLP-1 agonist drugs. WW's stock dropped about 12% in afternoon trading on Thursday following the news of Lilly Direct. GLP-1 agonist drugs, which were originally developed for diabetes management, exploded in popularity in 2023 as celebrities and social media influencers touted their weight loss potential, namely drugs like Novo Nordisk's semaglutide, which is sold under the brand names Ozempic for diabetes care and Wagovi for chronic weight management. Recent surges in demand have outpaced supply, leading to shortages for many diabetic patients who rely on these drugs. On Thursday, Eli Lilly issued an open letter warning against using its diabetes and obesity drugs for cosmetic weight loss and stated that the company does not endorse the use of these drugs for that purpose. Hospitals across the country are reinstating mask mandates amid a holiday surge in respiratory illnesses, including COVID, influenza, and respiratory syncytial virus. Data from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention shows that at least 30 states and the District of Columbia are experiencing high or very high levels of respiratory illness activity. There were more than 29,000 hospitalizations due to COVID for the week ending on December 23rd, after climbing steadily from early November. That's according to the most recent data available from the CDC. There was also a significant increase in the number of hospital admissions due to the flu, with more than 14,700 during the week ending on December 23rd, up from less than 10,000 during the prior week. As a result of the spike in respiratory infections, facilities in at least six states, including New York, California, and Massachusetts, have made wearing masks mandatory for patients and healthcare providers. New York City, which was hit particularly hard at the beginning of the pandemic, resumed mask mandates for all 11 of the city's public hospitals as the number of respiratory illness cases grew around the holidays. City Health Commissioner Dr. Ashwin Vossen told WABC, New York City's local ABC affiliate, that the move was partially to protect healthcare providers from getting sick. In Massachusetts, mask mandates were reinstated as nearly one in six emergency department visits in the state were due to respiratory infections. Some of the state's largest health systems, including Mass General Brigham and UMass Memorial, are requiring staff to mask up and strongly encouraging patients and visitors to do so as well. Bay State Health, based in Springfield, is requiring staff and visitors over the age of five to wear a mask. 
In California, many counties began implementing mask mandates for patient-facing health care workers as early as the beginning of November. However, Los Angeles County, the nation's most populous county, reinstated a mask mandate for health care workers and hospital visitors just this past Saturday. Hospitalizations for all respiratory illnesses were highest among young children and seniors, accounting for more than 40% of all hospital admissions for the week ending on December 23rd. Coming up on Monday, I'm joined by Dr. Christine Lee, a primary care physician and the Associate Executive Director of Virtual Medicine, Technology and Innovation at the Permanente Medical Group. She joins me to talk about their new Ambient AI Scribe pilot and its impact on the workload for the medical group's 10,000 physicians. Be sure to join us. This is Just Healthcare Daily. I'm Jay Carlisle Larson. Thank you so much for listening. If you like the show, please leave us a rating or a review. It helps other listeners find the program. You can check out more insights on healthcare business and policy news at gisthealthcare.com. You can also get these insights emailed directly to your inbox when you subscribe to our newsletter, The Weekly Gist. The GIST Healthcare Podcast is an independent production of GIST Healthcare, a Kaufman Hall company.